Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 128, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. I am a professional at this. Yeah, you are. <clears throat> What's up, babe? I'm sick. Sam is sick. It's our last day of vacation. Yep. And Sam decided to get a cold. Yep. It's great. Great timing. Every time. So, it's, does that happen every time, or is this the first time? Um, It happened when I went to Italy and Spain. However long ago that was now. Um, I went there sick and then was fine for the two weeks I was there and then came back home sick. Damn. Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, probably has to do with uh, lack of drinking enough water, Mm -hmm. lack of exercise, lack of regular diet, and spending way, way more time outside in the cold than we are used to. Oh, yeah. Fucking... 50, 55, Rain. rainy every day. Yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> that um, definitely not used to that in our life. No, not at all. So, yeah, makes sense. Well, yeah, you got a little cold, and yep. uh, hopefully it passes quickly, and hopefully I don't get sick. Yeah. Um, I do remember when we were in Italy, because I gave my cold to my friend Abby. Mm-hmm. And she went and got this, like, Alka-Seltzer thing mm-hmm. from the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And, dude, she said that was the greatest shit she's ever taken. Interesting. So we need to find Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. Well, it, I don't know if it was Alka-Seltzer, but it was, like, similar to it. Okay. Like, she had to put it in, like, a water bottle, let it dissolve, and then drink all of it. We should find that. Yeah. Um, fun. So that's uh, that's Sam's life. Yeah, it's going great. So we're going to talk about uh, Prague and Germany. Do you want to do all of it oh, in one? Hold on. So this is a Tudor episode, and why this is a Tudor episode is we are going to tell you how to go to Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, we'll touch on Prague, what we did in Prague. Yes. And then Germany. Yeah. Which mostly was Oktoberfest. Yeah. Okay. Prague. Prague is a beautiful city. I love it. Great architecture. Yes. Very colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, highly suggest staying close to... Uh, the Market Square. The Market Square. Um, we were probably, what, a uh, 10-minute walk away from it? Mm-hmm. It, Which was actually really nice. <clears throat> it wasn't too loud on our street. Yeah, right. Dude, those motherfuckers party there till 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a lie. We did have our windows open one night, and they were just... Going hard. Jamming. At a bar, too. Yeah. Um, I highly suggest the first, like, full day you're in Prague to look on Airbnb for a walking tour with Pater. Pater. He is the history professor at St. Charles University in Prague. Mm-hmm. And knows so much about Prague. He grew up there. Knows so much about Prague. Knows so much about Prague. We'll give you a list of bars, restaurants, everywhere to go. Mm -hmm. And we'll show you everything, like, every photogenic thing you need to see in Prague. (coughs) And we'll, like, find you better spots to take pictures, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, he took us to this little corner that gave us these beautiful pictures of the St. Charles Bridge. And... Gingerbread cookies. True. There was gingerbread cookies. They had hot wine because it's getting cold there. Mm-hmm. And there was a penis sculpture there too. Mm-hmm. He played with the penises. He played. He touched the penises. Yeah. Um, 
if you go see the penises, I don't suggest playing with them unless if you know what to do. So look it up. Because uh, yeah. he said they've they break all the time, and if they break again, no, they're not, they're, fi- they're not fixing anymore. Yeah, it's done. Um. So yeah. Uh oh yeah, because they they made it where the water flows, but the statues, the statues don't, don't move don't like work. they're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so don't play with the penises unless if you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I highly suggest that we got to go see the uh, astrological clock, mm-hmm. which is the third oldest clock in the world, astrological clock in the world, but it is the oldest working clock. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Peter also told us we were in Prague at like the perfect time because for six months you can see the inside of the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so the clock goes off every hour, half hour. Yes, every hour. Um, so we went and saw the inside of the clock at the hour, which is really cool. Yeah. And he said it will be closed for 100 years. Yep. So pretty much this is the only time you're going to be able to see it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And then... Um, oh, I will say, though, because he, I feel like, misled us. So you have to buy a ticket to go up into the tower. And the tower is really cool because you get these beautiful 360 views of Prague. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't... He with the, Yeah, the way he worded it made it seem one way. But once we did it, it made sense because you don't take a lift all the way up to the top, which we thought. Mm-hmm. There's a lift that goes from the ground floor to the third floor, mm-hmm. which is where you enter the tower. Don't take that. Because on the first floor, there's like uh, a person sitting at a desk on the left, right, on the right. <clears throat> and if you go up there, then you can go see the inside of the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were very confused at how to go see it. But we were able to see it. Yes. It was very cool. Um. We also got to see the St. Charles Bridge, which is going to close for 10 to 15 years. Yep. And they're currently taking down all the original statues and putting up replicas. Mm-hmm. So we were like the last group to like see all the statues on the bridge. The majority of them, yeah, because there was already... <laughs> I think they already took one down and we're in the process of taking the second down. And they, and they already, like already eight of them have been replicated already. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. <clears throat> And then there was something else I thought that, like, just happened. The penis statues just started working a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the wheel. But I think that was a couple years ago that that got fixed. There's a wheel in... Uh, um, where is that? It's under... It's at the bottom of the hill of the castle. Mm. It's right by this really amazing uh, goulash Czech restaurant, um, which I can't oh, pronounce yeah. the name of that restaurant, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his business card. I'll probably write about this in a blog, and you can uh, mm. see the name there. Yeah, it was. Uh, they got the wheel going after like 500 years. There was a water wheel that used to turn. Uh, to generate energy, and it has been not working for like 500 years. Yeah, and then this Polish? <laughs> Some sort of wheel maker Yeah, was just like, oh, I could fix that in a weekend. So he fixed the wheel in a weekend, and they're going to name the wheel after him. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, when he fixed it, like the whole 
city of Prague pretty much came to like see the wheel working. <clears throat> and he uh uh like stood there and like everyone was thanking him and they were all like giving him tips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And from what they figure, he made a lot of money. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that was fun. Um The castle. Yeah. What'd you think of the castle, babe? The castle was insane. Insane. There was So sh- this castle's not just a castle, it's like a fortress. Let's let's rephrase this. It's a fortress. Well, that's how a lot of castles used to be. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a town within the castle. It's a town within the castle, yes. Which is so cool. Town, church, all the good stuff. Uh-huh. Um the original parts of the castle was from the twelfth century, I think. Something like that. And then there it was redone in fifteen in like the fifteen fifties after a fire. Yep. And then it was added on to in the fifteen fifties. So the castle's at least like five hundred years old and some of it's eight hundred years old. Yeah. Um and then there was like weapons and shit in there from BC. Oh yeah. Those were cool. It is insane. There's yeah, there was like things from BC. I was like, what in the world's happening? So you can get into the castle grounds for free, but definitely pay to go like into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because like then you get to go down Golden Lane, which is this really pretty road, pretty much that has all these shops and stuff in it. And in there, they had all of these cool weapons from mm-hmm. just throughout so many time periods. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, weapons, yeah, and they, that was like where all the like workers of the castle stayed, and so you got to see their actual like the seamstressers room, the pharmacist, which what the herbalist, the herbalist, herbalist. room, um, <coughs> yeah, um, the goldsmith, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, and the last inhabitant moved out in 1950, mm-hmm. which was re- way more recent than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jewish cemetery. Yep. Uh, so we walked past it on our tour with Pater. Mm-hmm. And then we went and paid to go in it. It is a little expensive, I would say, to go in it, but it is 100% worth it. It's awesome. <clears throat> um, so you get to go through like the synagogue, and it has all of the names... Of the people that died in... I think so. The Holocaust. I think so. Um, so people can, like, find their relatives uh, in the synagogue. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the Jewish cemetery. Mm-hmm. Which is the only cemetery within the city limits. Yep. And so this cemetery is, like... I don't think someone's been buried in there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But it has risen eight feet off the ground. That's what it's projected, I think. Yeah. It's been risen eight feet off the ground with bodies. Because at one point, they told people, you cannot bury anyone in here anymore. I think it was around the 17, in the 1700s. Yeah. So the 18th century, I think. They said you can't bury bodies in here anymore. Because it was too full. And it was in the city limits. Yep. And so people would have their parents, and one of them would be in the cemetery already. And the other parents' only dying wish was to go be buried with their significant other. And so people would just throw the bodies over the wall in the middle of the night and go bury their loved ones next to their loved ones. Mm -hmm. 
I cannot describe to you how many gravestones we saw. So many gravestones. It didn't make sense. So many gravestones. I don't like, know how we didn't see, like, bones. I don't understand how. So, yeah. No, I don't understand. It is the coolest thing you could ever see. Yep. Yep. So that is my high recommendation after Pater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place was pretty crazy. Yep. Um, we ate a lot of really good food for cheap. Yep. It is very cheap in Czech. Not as cheap as Poland. Not as cheap as Poland, but still pretty cheap. Still pretty cheap. Um, <coughs> uh, our favorite, I think, place was Treaders. Treaders, Jesus. I'm not, I had the best cocktail I've ever had in my life <coughs> at Treaders. So literally our waitress came up to us and was just like, do you need help? And we're like, yes. And she asked us some questions and then would go make a cocktail for us and would not tell us what it is. She would tell us the name of it, which was some sort of Czech, Czech name, thing. and you had no idea what the hell it meant. Yep. But these cocktails were so good. So, so good. Um, we cannot remake them because I don't know what was... Don't know what they were called, don't know what was in them, but they were amazing. So amazing. Um, yeah, the best. I, I confidently can say it was the best cocktail I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Didn't make sense. No. Um, so, yeah, Treaders was sweet. Yes. Um, we saw the barcode babies. The barcode babies, yes. Uh, so there's three of them in Prague left. The rest of them got moved to Palm Springs, California. Mm-hmm. And they're really neat because it pretty much is going to, like, to sh- like it's showing the fact that if, like, you have your baby, like, learn with technology or, like, growing up you're just engrossed in technology that you pretty much become a person without a face because um, you're just so ingrained in technology mm-hmm. it was really neat mm-hmm. so the three are, those three they're all from Prague right yes there's like seven of them though seven babies originally yeah and they were on the rooftops I have no idea he made it sound like they were on the rooftops I, I don't, don't know, know. They're there. They're mm. interesting. Um, I guess don't raise your kids with technology completely. Yeah. Use it as a tool, not a razor. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. What else do we do? A drink a lot of coffee. We drank a lot of coffee. Ate a lot of good food. Yes. Um, McDonald's. How was McDonald's? Czech versus Poland. Poland McDonald's is the best McDonald's I've had yet. Yes. Agreed. But Czech was pretty good. We got to go eat McDonald's today. I That's know. That's what we could have for lunch today. Yeah. Let's do that. We haven't had German McDonald's yet. Got to so. try it. Got to try it. Got to try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, nowhere's a bad place to go in Prague. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure there is if you get out to like a bad area. Mm-hmm. But like down in the town square, that stuff, It's we didn't have any bad food. We didn't have nothing. We didn't have any bad food. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, Prague is like one of like the top five most safest cities. I guess it's the third safest city or something like that. Yeah. Uh, fashion. Fashion's a big thing. God, fashion everywhere. So much fashion. Um, you will not find like anything similar to like a Walmart or Target there. It's all name brand, expensive ass stores everywhere. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) You ain't finding no gap there. No. 
Um, we didn't try the tram or bus station at all. Mm. We just walked everywhere, which really wasn't bad. We walked a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Um, 25,000 steps, I think, is our longest day, and that was in Prague. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Anything else you got for Prague? Hmm. I highly suggest it. Prague, Just go. Prague was so cool that I didn't realize Prague also was ran by a communist government, which we learned until recently. We talked about that in the last one. Prague was ran by Russia. Oh, communist government for. Oh yeah, well, because Prague was just as affected as um, Poland. Poland. I think we talked World about that in the last one. I don't know if we talked about Prague though. I don't know. All of Prague's Jews went to Auschwitz, unlike Poland's. Poland's didn't go to Auschwitz. Yeah, I think. Or Krakow's didn't go to Auschwitz. Of the thirty thousand, no sixty of the sixty thousand. People of the sixty thousand Jews that were living in Prague, I think they said like thirty were weren't killed or something. I think it was like a hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. Oh like yeah, one hundred and forty-eight survived. Yeah, it was like one hundred forty-eight around that survived. Yep. Out of like sixty thousand. Yep. So you can walk around the Jewish quarter there, which is very neat. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, this is what else we got to see. So right now they're bringing back all of the colors of Prague. Mm-hmm. So when. Obviously, Nazi Germany came, did whatever. Then the communists came. They painted everything gray. gray. They liked everything bland and gray. They didn't like the colorfulness of Prague. Um, and so they destroyed a whole bunch of archives and whatnot, but missed one. And that one has all of the original colors of all the buildings in Prague. Mm-hmm. So currently, they are repainting every single building in Prague. And it's supposed to be done by 2023 or 2025? 2025. Yeah, I think, like, in the next two or three years, it's going to be yeah. done. So we got to see, like, um, Mozart's original concert hall. They just took all the scaffolding down, so we got to see it all beautifully and painted. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, it was really, it's cool that they're bringing the, the color back. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you bring, if you like music or, or like, orchestras, whatever, Prague is a pl- great place to go. They're really cheap. They have them almost every night of the week at different concert halls. So that's also a great thing to do. We didn't do it um, just because we didn't have time. Stop messing with it. Okay. <laughs> um, we couldn't because we didn't really have time or the interest. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Prague was very cool. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to back to Prague at some point. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Um, so next after that, we took the Deutsche Bahn to, from Prague to Munich. Mm-hmm. And that was actually really nice. That wasn't bad. Yep. It was a five and a half hour. No, it ended up being six because they were behind by a lot. Mm-hmm. Train ride. It was fun. It was a cool train ride. It was a very cool train ride. Um, you got to see a lot of like the really pretty countryside of, uh, Germany and the Czech. Mm-hmm. Um, Interestingly enough, when we got to the border, um, they had police officers walk up and down the train, and I'm p- we're pretty sure they're looking for Ukrainian, Somalian refugees, like illegal that, refugees. Yeah, probably looking for some sort of, because they're looking for tickets and passports for only certain people. Yeah, because um, they did kick a couple people off. Yeah. Uh, and they were definitely Middle Eastern looking, or I don't know. 
Um, so that was, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty strict there, it seems. Yep. Um, so we had to do that. And then, oh, the weird thing was, so when we were in the Czech part on the train, they translated everything in, everything was in Czech, English, and then German. Yep. And then we had to transfer onto the German train at one point. Mm-hmm. And they didn't translate shit unless if it was like an important announcement. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, they didn't translate. And they also, <clears throat> on the Czech ones, they have a trolley that comes through with food, nice lady food. And then on the German trains, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, we did find out on the second train we took. They had a cafe in the center. Yep. But they don't tell you that. Yeah, it would be nice to know that. Mm-hmm. Well, so then <clears throat> we were in Munich. Um, we took the train, uh, the subway a lot in Munich. Um, the subway is pretty easy to navigate. Figuring out how to buy tickets was the hard part. Well, it wasn't that bad. We figured it out. Yeah. Um, but currently in Munich with Oktoberfest going on, they weren't checking tickets. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't have, like here, they have the gates that you have to put the ticket in to even get onto the subway. You can just walk onto the subway. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through anything like that. Um. But we got to our hotel. I highly suggest staying further away from Oktoberfest, but find a hotel with the subway nearby. So the subway was in the basement of our hotel, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. And it was only like a 30-minute train ride there and back, or there, maybe. Yeah, it was like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, and we had to make one transfer, which once we figured it all out, it was very easy to go about everything. So then you get to Oktoberfest. Here are my big tips. Go during the week. Um, if you go during the week, you don't have to get there until probably about 1 o'clock, I would say. On Friday, we got there at noon, and we were definitely very early. Um, no, Friday we got there at like 10.30. Well, we got there at 10.30. We, we got a table at like noon. Oh. 11.30 noon. Yeah. Um, during the week, you don't really have to do that. So I highly suggest eating a big breakfast. Walk around the grounds early. I would say you could probably get there at 11. Walk around the grounds. Um, Because it is massive. It is bigger than, what was it? It's bigger than three of the U.S.'s biggest state fairs combined. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So it's, it's just cool to walk around. Uh, so we got in Thursday and went to the grounds Thursday night. So that was nice. Cause we just walked around the grounds. We didn't really try to get into any of the beer tents. We tried and it was not going to be possible. No, we also picked the wrong tent to try to go in. It, we found out later on. That was the tent that we drank in. No, it wasn't. I thought it was. No, it was a Paulner tent. The Paulsner or whatever. That's the first one we tried to go in? Yeah, and it was so busy, you couldn't even function. Um, so we went, we ate outside in the beer garden. Yeah, you can definitely eat outside. Or eat out, eat out and drink outside in the beer garden. Yeah, so that was nice for Thursday night, because it was, it was nice weather. We got to eat the food. Get the half chicken. Fucking amazing. Uh, and so cheap. They all think it's expensive, but it is very cheap for us. Um, get yourself one liter. <laughs> If you're going to go in the afternoon. 
so Friday morning we went. Uh, so we were, there's reserved sections and unreserved sections. So you have to like figure out in each tent, there are different sizes. Um, so you have to figure out which ones are the unreserved ones. The unreserved typically <laughs> is in the center. Uh-huh. And then the reserved is all around the outside. Yep. But the one we went to, the front half in the middle was reserved. Mm-hmm. So whatever, we found ourselves a table. Um, we ate lunch, I think, uh, probably about an hour in. If you're, here's the biggest thing. Don't try to be cool and outdrink them. Um, because it's just a lot. Just have a couple, make yourself loose, have fun, all that. You do not need to go hog wild. They do, but they have like a reason to. Most of the people that go to Oktoberfest are from Munich or Germany. And so like, it's their big celebration to like celebrate their culture. Um, and so... Actually, even a lot of them. They weren't going hog wild. Mm -mm. A lot of them pace themselves. They eat. They don't. They, like, take time between ordering the next liters. Yeah. So I highly suggest that. Um, Also, do not wear the outfits unless if you have, like, legit from Germany ones. Because you can very easily tell... They're not outfits, Sam. They're lederhosen and what was the other ones? I don't know how to say the other one. I don't know either. Delga? I don't know. Lederhosen and whatever the women wear. Yep. Um, Because they're like legit, like full-on leather, thick lederhosen. And so like you can tell who are foreigners by the cheap, shitty ones that they get. Mm -hmm. Um, And the dresses, uh, we met this really nice girl. German girl named Nina. Um, she was telling us how she can tell very easily which ones are fake because they're not in, it's just one piece. Mm-hmm. And hers comes in like three or four pieces. And she loves her. She says she has three different ones. And some people wear them for weddings. That's how proud they are of their outfits. Their outfits. Of their attire? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, but you won't like. They don't make fun of you if you're not in the attire. They will make fun of you if you're in the cheap attire. Um, what else do you got for Oktoberfest? Um, yeah, the big thing is if you're going, go during the week. And <laughs> you need to be at a table at the latest during the week by 3. Yeah. So... Have a big breakfast, big lunch, and go. Or just go there for lunch. Oh, yeah. That's go what there we did. Lunch. We went, got, we had breakfast in the grounds, then we went, started drinking, and had lunch there, and then had dinner there um, while drinking liters. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of different, like, tents. Like, they all, a lot of them have different, uh, like, meanings, I guess, or, like, populations that go to them. Uh, so do your research on, like, what kind of tent you want to go to. Um, the second night we were at the party tent or like a lot of young people go there more. Um, and it wasn't the Hofbrau tent. Which one was it? You took a picture of it. 
do, do, do. I'm trying to look up what the tents are. But yeah, just do your uh, research on like what kind of tent you want to go to. <coughs> and so if you go there on the weekend, so the tent the tent we went to was the Schottenhammel. The oh, Schottenhammel. That's the tent we went to. Um, if you want to go during the weekend, you have to be at the grounds by 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You have to be at the grounds by 9 a.m. in line. You have to run to a tent, and the tent's open at 10 a.m. So you can be in line. Then you might get a table. Oh, so the Schottenhammel tent is popular with Munich's under 21 crowds. Uh, I definitely felt like we were too old there. Yeah, definitely. I would go to... I guess Augustiner is the, like, one to go to if you like partying, but you're over mid-20s. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, and each tent serves, like, different types of beer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, lot- they put Augustiner as number 10 for beer tents, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, they saw Augustiner, I guess, is the number one beer. And then I guess Schottenham was, like, the second best beer they claim. mm is at least what the people we were talking to were claiming, but I don't know. Yep. Uh, so the, whatever, the Schottenhamel tent that we were at had a 10,000-person limit. Mm-hmm. And man, do they squish you in there. Yeah. So be prepared to make friends because you have to have at least 10 people at your table. Mm-hmm. So... We didn't really have a whole lot of people join us until probably five. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Nina and Retta mm-hmm. join us probably at noon, 1230. And they were really nice to talk to and hang out with. Um, and then once it started really getting going, they had a group of six join us. So we were already at six. And then they had six join us. And Nina tried telling them no, mm-hmm. but they did not listen. Um, and these were a whole bunch of 20 year olds that were broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they were fun, but they were very cheap. They're- and then they kept bringing their friends <clears throat> to our table. Like once it got to like six or seven. So like late, late when they pretty much sent, shut the tent down or like closed it to more people coming in. Um, in order to get a beer, you had to be at a table. So, like, if someone went to the bathroom, people would just hop up on your table, order beer, and then jump off and go. Uh, and so... And you don't sit at your table as much. We sat quite a bit... Right away. Right away. But once it hit, like, 2 p.m., they started playing music, and you stand for the whole music, and then when they take an intermittent, <laughs> like an intermission, then you can sit. And then, so pretty much after like five o'clock, we still, you like, you just stand. Mm-hmm. And we did not, like, you can't sit 12 people at a table. Mm-mm. So we were like crammed in. My legs were on Sean's legs. And I'm not complaining about this. This is just like a whole, this is the experience we had. Um, Nina's legs were on Retta's legs. Like, we were squished into this table. Uh, and then we, they, the group of six had one friend join. And he was fine until it got late in the night, and he had no money left. So we started inviting his friends to our table to buy him beer, and then they were at our table. And I did not, I did not like those guys. Yeah, it just it got it got a lot of people. It just goes to show, right? Like we were at the Schotten, the Schottenhamel, Schottenhamel, yeah, Schottenhamel. We probably shouldn't have been there. 
Yeah, we probably in the realm of like, oh, that is a young 20 year old party tent. Yeah, we should have probably chose a different tent. Yep, where they don't get dumb like that, like where people actually have money and aren't like, yeah, that way. Um, that would have been the better route for us to do, but we had a lot of fun. It's it's an experience. Like we will never experience something like that ever again. Until you do it again. Until we do it again, obviously. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so yeah, no, it was really cool. It was really fun. Huge party. Uh, I definitely do it again. I would just do a different tent where uh, it's a little more older crowd, probably. Yeah. I like. I loved the dancing and singing on. Well, yeah, we kind of danced. I loved the dancing and singing on the tables. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. There was too many kids trying to shove onto a table. Yeah. So, yeah. And not respectable kids either. Dude, there was... Okay, Germans are tall. And there was this, what, six foot five dude at the table next Mm -hmm. to us? And he was going hard. And right before we left, this guy... He fell off the table two or three times but caught himself the last time. Did not catch himself. Flat on his back fell onto the floor. Yep. And that was from like big man down. Standing on the bench too. Yeah, yep, standing on the benches. Yeah, that guy was a big man down. Uh-huh. There the other guy that was there originally that like prost cheered us. Oh yeah. I yeah. didn't see him when we went to leave. Oh I saw him. Oh he was still there? Yeah, yeah, he was okay. still there. Dude was still alive. Yep. There's a couple guys that um like around that I don't think they survived. No, I don't think so. Like they had to go home. Yep. But yeah, no, it was cool. It was fun. Um, the the good thing about the little, the the cheap kids that were at our table was they taught me how to roll tobacco. So we rolled some cigarettes. Yeah, the original bunch that was there, they were really fun. I yeah. liked them. And then they invited one friend, and he invited three friends, and I yeah. did not like them. So yeah, the original group we had, and then after like. Six o'clock, they invited one loser, and that loser kind of just ruined the vibe. Yep. Um, if it wasn't for that, yeah, like that, whatever. Then we just left at seven, which is good because we didn't need to be up drinking any longer because we had already been drinking for nine hours. Yeah. Yeah, Sean so. and I in total had six liters together. Mm-hmm. That's what we determined. Yeah, so we probably didn't need to be drinking more. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need to be drinking anymore. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. But, yeah, now I uh, know how to roll cigarettes, which yeah. is cool because – I'm like an adult now. And now we know how to do Oktoberfest. And now we know what to do for Oktoberfest, which is the fun. Mm-hmm. So Oktoberfest finished up. Um, oh, here's a fun fact. Uh, Bavarian is a different German language, dialect. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do they like do a lot of things in Bavarian, not German. Yep. So one of the things I don't they don't say prose, they say prosy, right? They do say prose. But they also say prosy. Yeah, because that one song that we kept singing was Ein Prosy. Yeah, because I kept saying Ein Prosy. Yeah, I don't know. They fucking... And then it was Ein Tuo Dry Zupa. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. They say too weird. Yeah, they... Yeah, it's Bavarian. Because then we went to... A, we ate like a bunch of apple strudels at this one place, this Bavarian place. Ugh. And... Uh, I did not know what the fuck that guy was saying half the time. Well, no, because then you tried saying "tuo" to him the next day. Yeah, and, and he's, he's just like, like four. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, I didn't really understand anything that was happening in the realm of their language. Yep. So, yeah. So watch out for that. It was interesting. Yep. Um, then the next day we toured castles. Yeah, 
uh, Neuschwanstein and Lin- Lindhoff, Linderhoff. Linderhoff, Lederhoff, Linderhoff, yeah. something like that. It was what? Not President Ludwig. Ludwig. Prime Minister Ludwig? It was King Ludwig, I thought. King Ludwig. Um, it was two out of his, like, five castles he had built. Two out of four, I think. Um, so Neuschwanstein is the castle that the Disney castle is based off of. And that one was really cool. Yeah. It's only half halfway done. And they're not doing any more. That's it. Yep. So. Um, it said that you can't take pictures in there. Yep. And I also, I swore I read that they filmed some scenes for Harry Potter there. But mm. I don't know where they did. I don't know. Um, there was, I did realize, a courtyard we could have gone to when we were waiting to scan our tickets. Mm. So I wonder if it was up in the courtyard. It's possible. Um, but yeah, I, but this, like, this castle is just up, literally on the mountain. Waterfall behind it. It is beautiful. Mm, yeah, it's really cool. <coughs> built and in the built in like eighteen sixties. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's a newer build, and there's a lot of like how the old castles we looked at were all tapestries. These were all like wallpaper. <coughs> yeah, it was really cool. Um. And oh, it was. We took a shuttle bus up then it was a 15-minute walk down, which wasn't bad. Uh, but the town at the bottom of this castle is just so cute. Um, very Bavarian style is what I've learned. So, like, white walls, red roof. Um, and then they, like, paint on the walls as well. So instead of, like, having shutters, they'd, like, paint shutters on. And then, like, some other accents around the windows. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the drive alone I thought was really neat because we got to go through a whole bunch of little Bavarian towns. Um, and they just have these, like, amazing murals, mm-hmm. like, on the side. And they're not, like, our murals. They're, like, in-depth, very detailed murals on these. Uh, there's the one town that had the orphan orphanages. Mm-hmm. And so they had Little Red Riding Hood on one and then Hansel and Gretel on the other. Mm-hmm. And they were so detailed. Holy shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just driving through the countryside of that was really cool. Um, Linderhof Castle was... It's the cozy castle is what they called it. Um, it's just a small building. I mean, I guess in retrospects of houses nowadays it was big. But the courtyard and the fountain and the waterfall... Like, he just had these exquisite gardens around the whole castle. It was really cool. Um, and that was definitely more of a modern castle versus, uh, like, the old school medieval ones you would see. Yeah. You're the one that likes the castles. <coughs> was it worth it? There were some cool castles. We saw some neat shit. Because usually you're looking at castles that were built... Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and this one was only built 150 years ago. Yeah. Um, and he only stayed in it 10 days t- in total. That was one of the facts that she spewed at us. Not the little one. The little one, he stayed there no. almost predominantly. No, the little one was 10 days. No, it was not. Because he didn't stay at the other one. Okay, sounds good. Um, so it was, a cool, it was a cool castle, but there's just way too much shit going on there. Um, the outside was awesome. The gardens were sweet. The fountains were sweet. Waterfall was awesome. But 
the actual inside of the castle is so different than what things are, things were, like for normal castles, like great hall rooms and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And normal castles are for like show, um, are to like show off, invite people over to stay over, things like that. This one was like a castle for one guy. Um, and, and like he knew he wasn't going to have any lovers. or Yeah, he, like, no okay. lovers, didn't have guests. He he had guests like uh, like three times or something. It was yeah. ridiculous. Um, but he had like these cabinets, four cabinets in each corner. And then he had like these little rooms. And um, I just, I and there was so much like detail sculptures, art, etc. that it was just like a overload of things that was going on. Yeah. Um, so you could, it was hard to appreciate anything because there was so much stuff. Yeah, there was just stuff, just details. Because um, they had all this like molding that was like painted gold. Only one had silver painted, silver mm-hmm. painted molding. Um, but all these like... Uh, murals everything it was just it was way too cluttered cluttered yeah it was it was intense um it was cool it was like a cool castle to see um i just wasn't a fan of like i wasn't a fan of the layout i wasn't a fan of the art and like the i guess all the stuff they had in there yeah um so yeah but the the outside was exquisite the outside was awesome yeah um so that was the little castle and um, then we had a, our our bus was super bougie. We got water, coffee, snacks, beer, um, everything. Everything. Super. It's goddamn. That bus was Dope. the nicest bus I've ever been on. Yep. Um. What? Uh. So after that, I think we were done, right? That our trip was done. We hopped on the bus to Frankfurt or the train to Frankfurt. Yep. Took the train to Frankfurt, which was pretty fun. Yep, and that one was an ICE ICE train, which is like the bullet trains. Yeah. So our first one wasn't. Yeah. This one was, and so it would go. It didn't. I when I kept checking, it was only like up to like 160 kilometers per hour. Hmm. That's still pretty fast, isn't it? Mm. <clears throat> no, like not. That's not even 100 miles an hour. Um, but I mean, there was like quite a bit of time that I didn't check. Mm-hmm. Because like, there was a screen behind us. Um, one thing, I always just like felt like we were doing something wrong um, because no one tells you anything. Mm-hmm. The directions are very non-existent um, in Germany. Like, I would say Poland was the most hospitable mm-hmm. country we've been to. Czech, they can be hospitable, but you have to ask. Mm-hmm. They don't just, like, yep. tell you everything you need to know. Um, and then Germany is just, like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Germany's big on masks, too. Yep. That we found out, so. Munich, we didn't have an issue because Oktoberfest is going on, and you can't yep. really make a whole bunch of drunk people wear masks. Mil- yeah, millions of people, it's hard to control. <clears throat> but, um, like, Frankfurt, as soon as we got into Frankfurt... There was a guy on the bus, on the uh, tram system we were on, walking down, um, handing out fines if you weren't wearing masks and checking our tickets. And checking tickets. I was like, "Damn, dude, this is intense." 
Um, every public transportation, if you're not wearing a mask, you can get a fine. Yeah. Um, they're pretty. They're pretty fucking strict here. Strict. Um, they've done this before in the in the forties, <laughs> and I'm just like waiting for it to come back. And it's oh like, yeah. Germany, you don't learn. Um, so that's kind of neat about Germany is they're like, they don't seem to learn. No. Um, so we'll see how this plays out for them. Yeah. Um, Frankfurt is very, uh, meh. Frankfurt so far is quite a shithole. Yep. Which we were told that at Oktoberfest, um, when we were at Oktoberfest, they're like, oh, what are you doing after Oktoberfest in Munich? And we're like, oh, we're going to Frankfurt. Everybody was like, ew. Like, oh, great. Yep. Um, yeah, they said Frankfurt is like the the outsides can be cute and nice, but like this town itself inside town is shit. And sure enough, yeah. it is. Yep. Um, prices are probably the highest we've experienced yet. Yeah. Um, the town is pretty quite disgusting, Hom- homeless. Yep. Um, yeah, not not a good town vibe. The town smells like urine. Yep, just everywhere you go. Everywhere. Um, but, like, uh, our Airbnb is quite a bit on the outside. Yeah, our, we're, like, 30 minutes out of town. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of nice. There's some nice little... Shops. Shops, cafes around here. Um, um, everyone speaks to us in German, though. Yeah, everyone uh, thinks we're... I think because we're so far out of town, everybody thinks we're German. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so... But yeah, we've... Um, I mean, I... I kind of enjoyed it because we haven't really wanted to go to the town so we're just kind of chilling on our last day which is nice well we are going to go in town to see the lego stuff yeah we're going to go see the lego store and mcdonald's and mcdonald's and that's yeah. about it yeah um but yeah no i mean doing this trip over again um i would probably do another day for i would actually yeah i would probably do another day in Oktoberfest. yeah oh 100 percent and uh, then not do Frankfurt. I'd probably start at Oktoberfest, do that for a couple of days, die, and then go to um, go to like Prague or Krakow, Poland, stuff like that. Yeah. And enjoy the the cheaper areas with uh, more hospitality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking back on it, we would have done this trip backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Frankfurt is very cheap to fly into. Mm-hmm. Um. And it also, like, the train system. It's very nice. Very nice. So you can go pretty much anywhere. Um, and that's what we've met some people, and they said, like, their friends flew into Frankfurt, and then were taking the train to Munich. Um, and that was only, like, a two-and-a-half, three-hour train ride. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely, I would fly into Frankfurt again, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. You got anything else from this trip? No, it's been a lot of fun. Yes. A lot of neat stuff we've learned. Um, a lot of food we have ate. Um, it's good. It's been very good. Very fun. I'm so. excited to go back to see Hamel tomorrow night. Same. Very much same. Mm-hmm. So, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a few things. Go to Oktoberfest if you get the chance. And uh, that's what we got for you. Oh, if you haven't noticed, I uh, didn't put the intro and outro song onto our tablet. Um, so that is why we do not have it for these episodes. There you go. Cool. All well, right, bye. See ya.